0: Compassion, trust, courage, innovation. The values of Temecula Valley Hospital. We proudly present TVH Health Chat. Here's Melanie Cole. If you have a stroke, Getting medical care as quickly as possible can help prevent death or minimize the lasting effects of a stroke. There's a new treatment that's proving to be very effective at removing large clots and in conjunction with TPA, it can lead to better outcome for stroke patients. My guest is Dr. Hamed Farid. He's a neurointerventionalist and a member of the medical staff at Temecula Valley Hospital. Dr. Farid, tell us about the different types of strokes out there today.
1: Sure. Um. First of all, thank you so much for having me. Uh, The two types of strokes include ischemic and hemorrhagic. Now hemorrhagic is due to having blood in the brain. It could be secondary to a burst vessel, such as an aneurysm, or it could be due to a ruptured AV malformation, or even small blood vessels secondary to very high blood pressures. the other type of stroke, which comprises approximately of 87% of all the uh, of the strokes, is called ischemic, and that's when a clot from somewhere in the body travels into the blood vessels of the brain and prevent blood from going forward. Blood carries oxygen, and therefore, there is a lack of oxygen going to the brain tissue.
0: Who is at risk for ischemic stroke, and does having one put you at risk for another?
1: Sure. Um... So there are different risk factors for stroke. Um, Age, as people get older, they're at higher risk of stroke, high blood pressure, diabetes, kidney disease, but then other conditions such as atrial fibrillation, uh, coronary or carotid artery disease, built up of plaque. These are all uh, risk factors for stroke. Um, People who do have a stroke, are at a higher risk than the rest of the population of having additional strokes. So if you are to have symptoms of stroke, it's important to find out exactly what the etiology is because you need to fix the etiology to prevent future strokes.
0: So let's talk about symptoms because that's a very important thing for people to note. And as time is brain and it's so important to get help immediately, tell us the symptoms of a stroke and how we can remember them.
1: Sure. uh... An acronym that's pretty commonly used is FAST, uh, F-A-S-T. And so the letters stand for, the F stands for facial asymmetry. One side of the face looks abnormal compared to the other face, such as a facial droop. The A stands for arm, arm weakness. You can have either arm or leg weakness, actually. And it's any kind of a weakness. And usually the weakness is all of a sudden. So it is a fast, all of a sudden, there's weakness on one side of the body. The S stands for speech. There are sometimes problems with slurred speech, sometimes difficulty getting words out, sometimes even understanding words, uh, something called aphasia. So that's what the S stands for. And the T stands for it's time to call 911. Anytime you have symptoms like this that occur, especially if they occur all of a sudden, it's time to call 911 and get to a hospital as soon as possible because you might be suffering from a stroke.
0: What happens at the ER, doctor? And and tell us about what people can expect from not only the EMS, if they are getting driven there in an ambulance, but what happens at the ER?
1: So usually when the patient comes in, uh, prior to getting uh, to the emergency room, we get a call from the EMS and paramedics stating that they are bringing a patient to the hospital suspecting having a stroke. We go ahead and activate code stroke overhead so that everyone is aware that there's a stroke patient coming in. When the patient comes in, the patient is evaluated very quickly by an ER physician and a neurologist and taken immediately to CAT scan imaging in order to take a look at the brain to determine whether there is a non contrasted CT, whether there's blood or not, which exclude the possibility of a hemorrhagic stroke, and then a CT angiogram and CT perfusion imaging. CT angiogram helps us in looking at the blood vessels of the brain to determine whether there's a large vessel occlusion or a blockage in any of the blood vessels. And the CT perfusion scan allows us to determine whether there is salvageable tissue for us to intervene on.
0: What's the first line of defense? What is that intervention? What does that look like?
1: So the first line of defense is going to be intravenous TPA. If you present with stroke symptoms and uh, you come in within four and a half hours of the last time the patient was seen normal and you qualify for that medication, because uh, just like everything else, there's certain exclusion criterias. Um, if you do qualify for this medication, you will get the intravenous TPA. Now, after that, if the advanced imaging demonstrates that you do have a large vessel occlusion, you would be, and the perfusion scan shows that you do have salvageable tissue, then you are at uh, have the opportunity to have mechanical thrombectomy performed, which is a procedure where you go in through a small incision in the leg, into the artery, and under x-ray, you thread a catheter up into the brain, inject contrast, find exactly where the clot is, and actually go up to the face of the clot and extract the clot out of the brain vessel.
0: Wow, isn't that amazing that you have the ability to do that? Now, speak about the new treatment that's proving to be very effective at removing large clots. And in conjunction with TPA, it can lead to better outcome for stroke patients. So tell us a little bit about mechanical thrombectomy.
1: So, yeah, mechanical thrombectomy is a procedure that has uh, recently proven to be very beneficial at reversing some of the symptoms of stroke. Uh, If the patient comes in and demonstrates the large vessel occlusion on the CT angiogram and on the perfusion scan demonstrates that there is salvageable tissue in the brain, what the procedure allows you to do is go in and actually remove the clot so that you have improved blood flow in the brain. That procedure is done in a room called a biplane room, and it's under x-ray. The procedure entails making a small incision in the femoral artery in the groin on either the right side or the left side, and then under x-ray, taking a catheter up into the carotid artery on the side where the blockage is. From there, there's other catheters that you put into that other catheter in the neck in order to be able to get to the brain to where the clot is. And once you get to the clot, you use devices such as either aspiration catheters that suck the clot or stent retrieval devices, which actually get a hold of the clot And then what you do is you actually pull the clot out of the brain.
0: Wow, that's really cool. So does this work in conjunction with TPA? If TPA is first, then mechanical thrombectomy would be the next step?
1: Yeah, so usually if the patient can qualify for TPA, they get the TPA. But there's a big group of people that, first of all, cannot get TPA because they're outside that four-and-a-half-hour window, and then the second thing is that not all clot can be broken down by TPA. It really depends on the length of the clot and the uh, makeup of the clot. So uh, mechanical thrombectomy has shown that in the past with TPA, we would give the patients TPA. It used to be a three-hour window. Now it's extended to a four-and-a-half-hour window. But that's all that uh, that uh, population that TPA was capturing. The, the research that's been done with these mechanical thrombectomy devices has shown that some patients can be salvaged, their brain can, tissue can be salvaged up to 24 hours since the last sign seemed normal. So the thrombectomy devices are giving us abilities to actually go up and take clot out up to 24 hours of a clot being there, again, if there is salvageable tissue in the brain.
0: So is that the patient selection criteria for mechanical thrombectomy? Are some people not candidates for this?
1: Correct. So uh, for mechanical thrombectomy, there are those two criteria: the CT angiogram that demonstrates whether there's a large vessel occlusion or not, and then the perfusion, which shows whether there is uh, salvageable tissue. There are some people that come in within maybe six to 10 hours, and unfortunately, their stroke is complete. A lot of that has to do with collaterals and the way the vessels, uh, you know, have been built in the brain. Uh, Some people uh, can last longer. It's just like, for example, if you were to submerge yourself underwater, have two people submerge themselves underwater, one person can tolerate being underwater a lot longer than another person. It's the same issue with the brain. It's the lack of oxygen. Some people can uh, tolerate withstanding longer times without oxygen and other uh, people's brain tissue dies a lot faster. And that's why we use that perfusion in order to determine because every patient is different.
0: Is there a way to reduce our risk of stroke?
1: Sure. Uh, In order to reduce your risk of stroke, obviously you want to make sure there are certain things that we can't uh, change, Uh, certain risk factors, such as getting older and family history of stroke. But there are other risk factors that we can change. Uh, controlling our blood pressures better, controlling our diabetes uh, better, uh, better diets, exercise. Uh, also, if you have heart conditions, such as, for example, atrial fibrillation, having that detected and being on medication and having your blood be thinned out enough to be able to uh, not have a stroke and p- reduce your risks of having a stroke.
0: Wrap it up for us, Dr. Fareed. You are a great educator, and you explained the mechanical thrombectomy so well to us. You made it a very visual explanation, so thank you for that. Give us your best advice, what you would like people to know about the fact that time is brain, and getting in for stroke treatment as soon as you recognize those symptoms is so important.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So thank you so much again. And I would just uh, really focus on the acronym of FAST, you know, when it comes to stroke. If there's something that occurs all of a sudden that's something wrong with your face, Uh, either arm or leg weakness, your speech, anything like that, just call 911 because you could be having a stroke and time is of an essence. So the sooner you get to a hospital that provides these services, the sooner you're able to hopefully get the help you need in order to Open up the blood vessel, reperfuse the brain, so that you can limit the injury or even completely reverse the injury that has occurred to the brain during this time. And the most important thing is, if you do see a loved one having a stroke, making sure you find out exactly when was the last time you saw your loved one uh, normal, because that's when the clock starts. It doesn't clock the start. The clock does not start when you come into the emergency department it starts when the patient was last seen normal. And so that is also of an essence. So remembering those symptoms and what time those symptoms began and calling 911 is the most important thing that you can do. And more, also, if you do have symptoms of uh, stroke um, and those things go away, it's something called a transient ischemic attack or a TIA. Definitely present to your physician. Uh, just because you have a symptom and it goes away, doesn't mean it's you don't have a you know a stroke that is brewing. You need to go to the your primary care physician and find out exactly what the cause of this is, so that once the cause is found, you can treat that cause to prevent the risk of a stroke.
0: Well, thank you so much, Doctor Farid, for being on with us today, and again for really sharing your. Excellent expertise in this field and in this topic. Thank you for being with us. You're listening to TVH Health Chat with Temecula Valley Hospital. For more information, please visit TemeculaValleyHospital.com. That's TemeculaValleyHospital.com. Physicians are independent practitioners who are not employees or agents of Temecula Valley Hospital. The hospital shall not be liable for actions or treatments provided by physicians. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for tuning in.